You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. This is Father Kyle Metzger, and I'm joined with my co-host, Roxanne Solonen. We're broadcasting live from the studio here in Fargo, North Dakota. And we're joined back with, uh, on the phone, we've got Father Mark Horn of the Diocese of Rapid City. Are you there, Father? Yep, I'm right here. Welcome to uh, Real Presence Radio Live. Say, Father, you uh, you uh, are joining us to share a little bit about Our Lady of Guadalupe. Um, can you share uh, with the listeners uh, a little bit about her, who uh, may be unfamiliar with her life and her contribution to the Church? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to share a little bit about her story and also just a little bit about you know how she's relevant for us uh, Americans here in 2019. Yeah. Yeah, uh, her her story comes goes back to well when she first appeared to Saint Juan Diego in 1531 in Mexico. Um, kind of give you an over overview of the story was um, at a time in uh, in the history of Mexico where the, the people were recently conquered by the Spanish um, and really kind of a risk of, of being uh, wiped out as far as the, the Aztec culture went, but. Um, uh, Juan Diego, who was a Christian convert from the, the indigenous peoples, uh, happened to be taking a stroll one day around Tepeyac Hill near modern-day Mexico City, and uh, Mary flat out appeared to him in a totally unexpected way, beautifully. Uh, we have the image of her, which comes from um, her asking him to go to the bishop and have a, a, a church built there over Tepeyac Hill. So he did it. Uh, just amazed that this beautiful woman, who says she's the mother of God, appeared to him. Uh, Bishop, of course, had to have some some proof of it, so twice he was rejected, uh, and Mary finally said, okay, go to the top of the hill, pick some, some flowers, which should not have been growing there, um, because it was winter for one thing, and number two, these particular roses that he picked were actually more typical to Spain. Um, put them in his tilma, which he, he was carrying, and uh, takes them to the bishop, um, and when he lays them out, um, this miraculous image was displayed on his pillow, which we have. You can see it online. It's, the, the original thing is still kept today, miraculously, um, which really defies science, even. Um, and that was proof enough for the bishop uh, that this was authentic, that the Mother of God had appeared to this poor peasant's uh, man. Um, now... Um, me ask what's what's how's that relevant that's nice but how's it relevant for us for one thing it's it's huge for our Mexican brothers and sisters um despite the franciscans attempts to to, to bring jesus and evangelize the indigenous culture in, in the 1531 and in 16th century they were reaching a lot of uh, uh just dead ends but when Mary appeared, she she appeared really in the people's own culture, and and she appeared as one of their own. Even her own uh, vestments show speaks power, powerfully to to their own uh, indigenous language. And uh, so, numbers have varied in my research, but upwards of nine million people within seven years uh, converted to Christianity through Mary uh, because she showed them. Um, the God of Jesus Christ is not here to, to destroy you, but actually to take everything beautiful of your culture, raise it up, 
and also purify it of anything that's not of God, that's evil. So, um, you know, there's many things we can say. That there's a great book I'll, I'll just throw out there, but the Knights of Columbus have put out Our Lady Guadalupe. Um, uh, Carl Anderson has a lot to say there. Um, I'm just going to highlight kind of four areas that I think are really relevant for us today. One is evangelization. Um, we know in our culture today that so many people uh, just don't know Jesus Christ. But the, the message of Mary, uh, simply by coming to Juan Diego, is she's bringing Christ and speaking uh, him, but in Juan Diego's own language. Um, and through beauty, in a special way. And I, I think that's, that's powerful for us to, to, to take up the mantle, to, to be uh, a missionary church, that if we really are in love with Jesus Christ, we want to spread him to all peoples and in a way that they can understand. Number two is uh, enculturation. I think she speaks powerfully to us. Um, in the sense, in the proper sense of enculturation, I know there's some different thoughts out there. Number one, uh, that, that God comes into every culture um, and baptizes it. Namely, he takes what's good, but purifies what's bad. And and he gives his gospel truth to 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 that culture, and, and what Mary Arle Guadalupe brings, um, she appears as a, a pregnant woman, which is kind of unique amongst all the apparitions of Mary, um, and she's pregnant, and she's bringing new life, um, and showing the Aztec people who are actually used to human sacrifices, uh, yes, God does want your heart, but not in a way that kills you. Rather, He wants your heart in a way that gives you new life. Um, and so she's bringing Jesus who is the one eternal sacrifice that, that redeems man. So um, what she, she speaks to us is that we don't need to destroy a person's culture and background and understanding of reality in order to bring Christ to that, but to uh, that he, he will actually purify it. Just the last two things now I'll bring out is Mary teaches us a love for all life. Again, she's pregnant, but she also appears to an elderly man. Uh, and his day would be elderly, I guess he's 57 at the time. Juan Diego, um, and showing the connection between, you know, from conception all, all the way through life, uh, that, that that message of the gospel is for all peoples. And then lastly, uh, I think she really teaches us the love for the poor, because she brought Christ um, to this layman, this poor man, this nobody in this world, but um, showing that no one is... on. Is, God is interested in all people. There's no one that he's not interested in. Um, and that no one can say, well, I'm, I'm not important enough to bring Christ to the world. No, uh, it's precisely you that God wants to use to, to bring his love to the world. Father, thank you for that very uh, uh, thorough and beautiful presentation of the story of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Just a very compelling story. For those of you who are just tuning in, you are listening to Real Presence Radio Live. We are broadcasting from our studios, and on the phone we have Father Mark Horn from the Diocese of Rapid City, who's sharing with us the, the, the powerful story of, of Our Lady of Guadalupe and her uh, apparitions in, uh, in, in Guadalupe at the Hill of uh, Tepeyac back in the early 16th century. Say, Father, um, in Rapid City there, you've got an event uh, coming up that's connected to Our Lady of Guadalupe, do you not? Yes, we do. In fact, it's, uh, we're celebrating the, the feast on December 12th uh, at Blessed Sacrament Church in Rapid City. It's, uh, we're going to have a, a, a bilingual Mass. It's been a tradition now for a few years. I'm kind of new to it. Uh, last year was my first time helping out with it. Um, and so, 
I'd like to invite everyone in the listening area, if you can come to Rapid City. Um, the Mass will start at 5.30 p.m. on December 12th. Well, a brief procession of the children at 5.20. It's kind of cool. They dress up as little Juan Diego's and little uh, Lady Guadalupe's. Hmm. Complete with uh, actual little mustaches as well. <laughs> Cute. Oh. <laughs> That's um, adorable. And so, yeah, 5.30, come join us. The celebrant will be our DAS administrator, Father Mike Malloy. Um, yours truly will be giving a bilingual homily. Um, and then afterwards, uh, hang around because there's going to be an amazing Mexican meal. Um, but, so just a uh, w- uh, warning in advance, it, it is packed. People <laughs> come from all around, but it's a beautiful um, celebration and Our Lady, who is uh, the patroness of all the Americas. Well, it's wonderful that they uh, that the Spanish-speaking community can feel a part of the wider community. Are you are you uh, fluent in in Spanish, Father? Um, I think the me- our, my Mexican brothers and sisters would say no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Yeah. I, I am involved with the Hispanic ministry here in the Rhapsody Diocese, and they've been very gracious and patient with my bad Spanish, but it's it's coming along. <laughs> Well, the Feast of uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe, December 12th, I know for the Hispanic community, this is an absolute fiesta. I lived in Phoenix for a, a mm. couple of years, and my goodness, it's uh, it's like a second Easter. Mm-hmm. So oh, are, yeah. if, if you are in the Rapid City area, you've got to get to uh, uh, to this festival, Blessed Sacrament Church in Rapid City, December 12th, which is this coming Thursday. There's going to be a Mass uh, in honor of Our Lady of Guadalupe starting at 5.30 p.m. Um, a presider is Father Michael Malloy. Any other details we need to let our listeners know, of, Father, before we let you go? Well, I would just say, again, if you, if you can come, do so, um, and be part of, of this of the great community. But also, if you can't, uh, celebrate Our Lady of Guadalupe wherever you're at. Pray the Rosary uh, in, in continuity, in, in, in solidarity with everyone, and Ask her to, to uh, challenge you this Advent to uh, be a messenger of Christ wherever you're at. Thank you so much, Father Mark Horn. Uh, we look forward to that great feast day. And coming up after our brief break here will be Deacon Tim Dolan. He's going to join uh, to talk to us about a retreat for farmers and their spouses. So uh, stay with us after the break. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. <laughs> 